thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Speak Up and Engage, bringing next generation health, wellness, inspiration and empowerment to the youth of today. A spectacular collaboration between the Sunshine Coast Council and spirithive.org. Hi, I'm Toby Bogart. Hi, I'm Laura Pettigrew. And hi, I'm Bridget Kelly. Uh, Today we are interviewing one of the original creators of this lovely podcast that we have here. Uh, Her name's Karen Smith. Um, She runs an organization called Spirit Hive, which is partnered with the council to create this wonderful platform that we are now on. And uh, yeah, so g'day, Karen. G'day. Hi, Karen. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on the show. It's such a treat. I feel very important. No problem (laughs) at all. (laughs) So um, I think we really want to just know a little bit about you to begin with. So um, what's your job right now? Ah, nice question. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, Laura, I'm one of those really strange, strange people who um, likes to do lots of different things. So for me, I have, I'm a professional speaker. And so I travel around the world and I speak for groups and people up to about 20 odd thousand. Um, I know Louise. (laughs) (laughs) I, so I'm a professional speaker. I'm what they would call a motivational speaker. So companies pay me to speak for them or industry groups to, um, get me to come and speak for their annual conferences where I talk about um, my own personal journey and then I also talk about stuff that's going to inspire and motivate them to, you know, produce more or feel more effective or to feel more purposeful in the work that they do. Oh. Yeah. And can you give us a little insight on what your own personal journey has been and is? Yeah, sure thing. So for me, um, I guess that's really how I got to do the work that I do now. Um, So I'm a speaker, I'm also an author, I'm a writer, um, and then I'm also an entrepreneur. So I start up businesses um, and I'm what's called a social entrepreneur. So I start up businesses that provide value to the community and to society. Wow. That that would be very fulfilling knowing that you're actually making a difference in our community. It's, you know, I honestly think that it's the biggest reason for breathing for me, knowing that I can make a difference to the lives of people. And also, you know, I'm really, and you guys know me, but yeah. I'm a huge big animal lover. So yeah. for me to be able to make a difference to people and to little animals and make the world a better place. And scrumptious. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, yeah, too, like not many people can say that it's their job um, to like fulfill their passion. So that's a, a really um, amazing thing for you to be able to, to do as well. Yeah, you know, Laura, that's a, that's a really good comment. I think that a lot of people feel that they, um, they have to do work that um, is what's, the right thing to do or what people tell them they should do. But in actual fact, if we could all work inside of our passion and do work that we're passionate about, the world would actually be a better place. We would 
yeah. have more smiles, people would be happier. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be dragging our sorry asses. Oh, I said that. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> but we wouldn't be dragging ourselves around wishing um, for life to pass us by. You know, a lot of people wish that things would change and they wish that this would, this, you know, can't wait for this to happen and they can't wait for yeah. this to end and can't wait for this to start. When in actual fact, that's only because they're not living a life that feels purposeful or that feels fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, do you think you could give us a little insight? You said that you um, did public speaking. What do you really talk about in your sessions? So coming back to Bridget's question about um, my past and my background, it kind of includes that, I think. Yeah. So um, before I started speaking, I was working in um, Sydney and I was working as a general manager for a really, really big company. And I was one of those people walking around wishing and, you know, time would pass really quickly because I hated everything that I was doing. But I was living with my partner, Greg, and um, he made movies and commercials. So he worked on movies like um, Mission Impossible and The Matrix. Oh, cool. I know, right? Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so it was a really exciting life and he was away a lot though. Yeah. Um, but he, we were together for about eight years and he went away to make a movie um, in Alice Springs and when he came home he wasn't quite the same. So um, our relationship started to really struggle and it ended um, with him actually committing suicide. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and... It was a really, really difficult time for me, um, so much so that I went down my own slippery slope of depression and anxiety and um, it was a really awful time and it took me to Bali for his 12-month anniversary where I had my own sinister intentions for my own life because I just I couldn't live with what I was experiencing. But... You know, I guess the sad part about that is that I had no concept that the sadness and the pain that I was feeling, I was, I was contemplating inflicting on my own family. It's so and, sad. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and I, it never occurred to me that that's how it was going to be. I think I'd just become so disconnected from reality that I didn't see clearly. And, you know, for me... That night, um, my two friends that came with me, the three of us were in the Sari Club and, you know, it was a long time ago now but it was the 2002 Bali bombings and my two friends and I were in the club and the bomb went off and um, they were both killed instantly. And, so sad. Yeah. And then the left-hand side of my skull was all crushed in. Um, and... I managed to get out and and an Australian guy picked me up off the street. He had a really big beer belly and (laughs) picked me up off the street and he said to me, darling, you're going to need to get yourself into hospital. You're in a bit of strife. So he took me to the the local hospital where they um, gave me 38 staples in my head and patched me up and popped me on a plane and flew me home. Um, And when I came home, that was when I realised that my two friends um, hadn't survived. So it was a it was a really difficult time um, yeah. at that point in my life. 
but you know, I, I, I had the perspective of coming so close to losing my life that that depression and anxiety that I felt um, was something that I just had to learn to live with um, because the thought of taking my own life wasn't an option anymore because I'd come so close to losing it and then found myself in a fight for it because yeah. of the nature of my head injuries. So from there, I guess I, I just, you know, I spent about six years um, in a whole world of hurt and devastation and I studied psychology in that time to try to understand why my Greg would commit suicide and also to try and understand what I was going through. Yeah. And when I came out, you know, and I finished the studies and I was about, like I say, it was about six years and I moved from Sydney to Queensland and um, I met my partner that I'm with now, Matt, and I started to, I started to wonder what else was possible for myself and can I tell you guys the story my dad told me? Yes. Yeah. My dad is unreal. And I was crying because I had a little white fluffy dog and her name was Dolly and she died of old age. And I rang my dad and I said, Father, I said, I just, I don't know what to do with myself. It's all too much. And my dad calls me Buffy. And so for you guys and everybody listening to this podcast, My dad calls me Buffy and he said to me, Buffy, he said, I want you to think of the humble little caterpillar thinking that he's awesome because he's got his belly dragging on the ground and he can bulldoze over a blade of grass and he thinks he's unreal, thinks he's really good. And he said to me, but Buffy, he said, life happens. And, you know, he said, and he can't escape it. And instinct kicks in and he begins to transform. He begins to spin a chrysalis and he begins to transform inside of that chrysalis. And he said to me, Buffy, he said he's in that chrysalis for a couple of months and then he's transformed when he thinks that he's over the worst of it. And he said, and Buffy, just like you, you think you're over the worst of it. And he said, but I, he said, you, he said, you've got to listen to daddy when daddy tells you the worst is yet to come. He said, <laughs> because he said to me, that little butterfly, he said, the fight of his life isn't the transformation. The fight of his life is bursting out of his cocoon and spreading his wings. That's the fight of his life. And he said, and Buffy, it's the same for you. He said, nobody can help you. And he said, no one can help that caterpillar because the minute they do, his little wings won't build the strength that they need so that he can carry himself on the biggest breeze. And he said, so Buffy, no one can help you. He said, we've all just got to stand beside you and watch you fight your way out of the sadness and the depression that you've experienced so that you can spread your wings and you can begin to see life from a completely different perspective, just like the butterfly. Well, I know. That's a good one. Oh, that that really just connects. Doesn't it? Yeah. That's incredible. Totally got me. And it was the right story at the right time. And it really just made me see that, you know, I'd had all of my experiences and, yeah, they were terrible, but the fight of my life was to become exceptional because of those experiences rather than having those experiences um, debilitate me. Yeah. And I think that, you know, Bridget, when you ask me what I do now um, and Laura and, and why I do what I do, it's really because of that. I look at my life and I think if I can survive my life, then we as humans can survive anything we just need to know how yeah yeah that's right 
And I've just seen that as my role and I guess my responsibility to be out there sharing that message with as many human beings as I possibly can in an inspiring way so that they can, you know, they can start to, people can start to really get the best out of themselves without having to be blown up or really get the best out of themselves without having to have gone through a really tragic story. But even if they have gone through a tragic story, to become amazing because of it. Let that story make you outstanding and exceptional and brilliant and beautiful and then see life from that perspective because that's really living. That's living. Yeah. 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 So, and I mean, it's so obvious, like, the difference you've already made because you're so successful with your public speaking and everything like that. And clearly you've spread a story and hopefully made it such a difference for so many people's lives and stuff. And it's so obvious, like, seeing how my spirit has even grown in, in the past year or so. And, yeah, so it's really good. Well, thank you, beautiful. I, again, I do feel very lucky. You know, I mean, I, I trade the experiences in a heartbeat, but I feel very lucky for what it's left me with. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm well and truly on the other side of all of it. And I, I love what I do. I have the most amazing life, you know, and you guys yeah. are part of that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that brings us to sort of Spirit Hive. And um, uh, Karen, could you just tell us what you have visioned for Spirit Hive to be? and how you vision Spirit Hive to help the community that we live in. Yeah, so it was last year I um, got this, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, a deep heart desire, I think, to really leave a legacy. And when I thought about what I wanted that to look like, it had to be in the field of suicide prevention, mental health, anxiety and depression based on my own experience and having lost Greg, you know. And I didn't know what it was going to look like and I already had a very full calendar for my my other business and I thought, well, how am I going to make this work? And so I just really just followed my own inspiration. I have had no idea what I have been doing the whole way along. I've been falling over myself and stumbling all along. I don't know what I'm doing from one day <laughs> to the next. I've got no idea. But I really, I, I wanted to create a charity that was um, about um, inspiring families and inspiring kids and inspiring adults to live their best life. And the way that I wanted to do it was through um, live events and um, kind of like a church, but not a church. So um, I don't want to Still on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, on a Sunday. Um, (laughs) We originally started them on a Saturday actually, but we were competing with soccer and netball and, you know, all the stuff that everybody does as a family on a a Saturday. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So we made it on a Sunday and then um, we just decided, I, I decided I wanted to have really inspirational speakers, really awesome music. Um, some really great content for the kids and just make it a really fun hour and a half on a Sunday. Yeah. That's not religious. So for anybody listening, you know, if you want, if you, anybody wants religion, they go to church. If everybody else, they come to Spirit Hive. Spirit Hive doesn't even, you know, we don't even engage in that conversation of belief systems, no. or religions or anything. Yeah. So everybody's welcome, you know. 
Yeah, um, and I'm not sure about um, you guys, but I've been to a couple of spare hives and I absolutely so much fun and, and it's so interesting and engaging. Yeah. I Yeah, I feel like I really learn a lot about, you know, myself and the other people there and the topic of conversation for like months and it's a really awesome thing. And, and it's not like you just have to sit there either. You can actually be involved in the conversation and share your personal experiences and yeah, give, exactly. give to the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And my favourite thing is um, the pop-off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, for someone that hasn't been to Spirit Hive yet, could you guys give a little rundown of like a typical meeting would look like? Um, Bridget, if you would like to, uh, say this one, I, th- I think, um, you were the last person to go. I, I unfortunately yeah. missed the one. This yeah. Well, so each Sunday, each session, so it's on the first Sunday of every month, like the Sunshine Coast one, it, um, like we talk about different topics. So last Sunday, I actually didn't make it to that one because of work, but it was on gratitude. And then the one before that was on courage and then the first one I ever went to was on resilience and I actually went to that at a really like like I really needed that spirit hive at the time of my life and so and so um we have Karen talking to us and yeah just sort of like breaking apart like for example what resilience was and and just gave tips and how to like bring it into your day-to-day life and and like, um, cause it's a family thing, children go outside with, um, the, the carers or the youth group and they do their own little session on resilience, which sort of helps them with whatever they're going through at that time. And, and yeah, and so it's, it's so interesting and it's so good and yeah. I love so good. <laughs> That's amazing too because I guess, you know, you can't really have, like not many people have those conversations on a day-to-day like, Yeah, exactly. Life. So having somewhere to go um, that you can, you know, um, comfortably have those conversations is really important for people. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it is. It's like I guess the underlying thing is to um, prevent like depression and suicide and, and mental illness but it it really goes into your everyday life and and helps like get the best out of your days and and live your life to the, to the full I guess yeah that was so beautifully said Bridget <laughs> good job <laughs> that was unreal <laughs> Okay, I'm glad I did justice. <laughs> you so did. We've also got um, part of Spirit Hive is we've also got counsellors there. So for anybody who's struggling and they want to speak to a counsellor, the counsellors volunteer their time. So they are at Spirit Hive as well. Um, and then we've also got a, um, a youth leadership program that's being developed as we speak that's going to get rolled out hopefully at the end of this year or beginning of next year. But that's all about um, teaching kids that are 15 to 25, so most of the people who are going to be listening to this show, it's about um, sharing, uh, you know, self-esteem, self-confidence, self-belief, all of those sorts of, you know, very self-oriented material, but then also entrepreneurialism. So teaching um, our youth how to dream, how to make those dreams 
turn them into money, how to build a team, how to influence others, how to negotiate, how to run projects, how to build a business. Um, so we're really, really excited about that. And the, the, the best part about Spirit Hive, I think, is that we're a world first in everything yeah. that we're doing. No one else yeah. in the world is doing something like this. That's original. It totally yeah. is, Topes. Yeah, it's the first of its kind that's not religious. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it's a huge market because people who aren't religious have previously not really had anywhere to go. Um, so now that a Spirit Hive is popping up right here on the sunny coast, it, yeah, it provides an area for those non-religious people to go and have a chat if they need to. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, like, it, and anybody that is religious can come too. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever. And I think that's, yeah. that's the part that I like the most as well is that it's so inclusive. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. welcome. It's yeah. a really comfortable environment. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and it's just like nice to be there with everyone and, yeah. Oh, that's so nice, Bridge. um karen i have a question we're kind of gonna go back to the start um but you mentioned that you talk to quite large crowds how do you i guess manage the um you know nerves when doing that oh wow well you know what's (laughs) really interesting um so i am now australia's most experienced professional speaker Wow, congratulations. <laughs> That's a title. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so I've done about th- no, 3,200-odd presentations wow. um, around the wow. world. It's crazy. That's how you get rid of nerves. <laughs> well, you know what's really interesting is that I get nervous every single time. Yeah. Every single time. I mean, when I first started speaking, I was so bad at it. I was really bad. So much so that one of the organizers said to me, Kaza, I don't think you're very good at this. I don't think you should keep doing it. Oh, I know. Have you seen your organizer since? Yeah. (laughs) I have actually, yeah. It's actually, it's very funny. Her and I are quite good friends. (laughs) It's really funny. But I tell you, one of the things that I do do whenever I have to do something that makes me scared, what is happening in the body is a release of adrenaline. And the only way to calm the farm is <laughs> to do some physical exercise. So before I go on stage, I find a little room and I drop to my knees and I punch out 50 push-ups. <laughs> or um, I find up. Oh, I do. I do. I definitely That's do. That's why you have such big muscles. <laughs> but I do. I'll do 50 push-ups or I'll do 50 sit-ups or I'll run on the spot because you've got to um, – the only way to cure that nervousness is to, to find a way to expend that energy. So I just run on the spot really fast. And then when I get out on stage and say, hi, everyone, I'm Karen Smith, Whenever, if you ever hear me speak or see me speak, know that when I walk out on stage, I am shattered. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I've just been, I've just done a workout at the back of the room. (laughs) You're like popping. I pretty much am. Pretty much I'm like, hi everybody. And it sounds like I'm excited, but I'm actually out of breath. (laughs) Uh, Just a fun fact there, Karen. I just have a calculator on me. You've done 1,700, no, 175,000 push-ups. 
Oh, driving! That's huge. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty ridiculous when you think about that. That's a lot of push-ups. That's a lot of push-ups. Oh my goodness me! Well, I should be very muscly, but I'm not. <laughs> it's there somewhere. Yeah, it's underneath. It's underneath the layer of softness, which I call <laughs> underneath a layer of love. That's the. One. I like that. <laughs> underneath my winter love <laughs> uh, yeah so there you go guys that's that that's that's the story which behind um spirit hive and you know bringing it together with the sunshine coast council in this joint venture that's you know really given birth to yeah. speak up and engage um has you know brought you guys onto the planet um and yeah. you know in terms of this space which is such a huge, you know, it's such a blessing because you guys are just brilliant on this show. And I don't know if, you know, anybody's told you, but you are. You're absolutely brilliant. Thanks, oh, stop it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for you because I love to see how you guys, um, you know, ask your questions and research your content and how you guys interact with each other. And, you know, the statistics of the people who are tuning in now is just going up and up and up every single week. Our numbers are on the increase of wow. people who are tuning in and listening. That's to awesome. It is awesome. Really. It is awesome. So you guys are making an enormous difference. And once, you know, you guys start doing events here on the Sunshine Coast and we start building that following for you, it's going to be a, it's going to be a spectacular ride to see, how you, um, you know, how you transform the lives of people. And also, too, hey, I just want to mention it. Oh, guess what? What? You three guys are going to be on stage with me on the 21st of September here on the Sunshine Coast. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to do our push-ups, guys. (laughs) It's going to be 200 push-ups between us. Yeah, <laughs> we've got the wellness summit running here on the Sunshine Coast in Budrum, and you guys are going to take the stage. And there's going to be about, I think it'll probably be about three between three and four hundred people that will be. Wow, there. is that for the entire wellness couch? Yes. Oh, whoa, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah, that is huge. You guys are going to. I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, pumpkin. I'll share my speaking tips with you any day. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yes, I'm really pleased for you guys and I'm so proud of what you're creating here and it's just such a joy to be a part of it with you. And I'm, and I'm really grateful that you've, you've invited me to be a part of the show tonight or today. Yeah. It's, it's fab. Well, we're <laughs> yeah. really um, excited that you've given us this opportunity, first of all. Like, without yeah. you, there, there, was, there could be no Speak Up and Engage podcast. Exactly. Yeah, it's a really, it's a privilege no. to like be a part of it. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, Karen. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> uh, while we're still on the topic of podcasts, though, I, I understand that you have your own little podcast on the side there, Karen, up for yeah. a chat. Yeah, I do. I am um, a podcast host. I'm one of three, and um, our podcast is called Up for a Chat. We are in our sixth year of running no. up for a chat and we have about two million followers that tune wow. in. That's so cool. 
Yeah. Massive. Yeah, it is. It's, it's huge. And we feel very, very grateful. We feel very, very grateful that um, we get to do that. And then once a year, as part of the podcast, we invite um, our listeners to come on a hike with us. <laughs> so last year or the year before last, we went on a hike to Machu Picchu. And last year we did a hike through New Zealand. Well, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then there was a hike through Africa. And then next year we're doing a hike through um, Europe, which is a 160K hike around the base of a mountain called Mont Blanc um, that, oh, cool. that spans across three countries. And we're going to walk around that. Um, which oh, is wow. experience. That's incredible. It How many really, people normally go? Uh, we normally get about 15 people that come with us. So there's um, Kim, Cindy and myself as the podcast hosts. And yeah. we have about 15 people that join us. We have about 18 of us that go. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. It's so is cool. It, so cool. Is it, is it just you guys or you just go for a walk or do you have like tour guides and mm. set up tents and stuff? Oh, tarps. I'm five star all the way. <laughs> but no, we have to be glamping, not camping. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, no, we have, um, we have guides. We have tour guides because we would totally get lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't think you could do 160 kilometres in one day. Like, you're incredible. But that's, <laughs> yes. that's a lot. <laughs> no, that's, um, that's, a hun- that's over 13 days. Um, yeah, that we did that 160 k's, and when we did New Zealand, what was that? That was 70 k's over five days. Uh-huh. Um, Machu Picchu, gosh, I don't even rem- I don't even know how far that was, but that took us five days to hike. So, what a good idea, though, to have like your listeners be able to come along and you know have that experience with you guys. It's so cool. Well, yeah. you know what? You guys can do the same thing. You know. Yeah, we'll have to go. Bit smaller scale, smaller Mount scale. Cool. Maybe Mount Coolum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't knock Mount Coolum. I get halfway up there and like think I'm gonna die. It's that hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe with like everyone motivating you, you'll be like, I gotta like keep going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we use Mark Cullum to train for our <laughs> our hikes. <laughs> oh my goodness, man, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's a pretty view. Yes, yeah. it's worth it once you get up the top for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh funny. Yeah. Well thanks you guys. This has been fun. Yeah. Is there anything yeah, else you would been. like to tell the listeners, Karen? Um, you know what, Tobes, I am just so honoured to participate in this with you guys and I feel like watching what you are creating here makes me feel like my life is worth living. Oh, you are so welcome. It makes me, it makes me really see that everything we do can have a really amazing ripple effect and, you know, just that little bit of willingness to make a difference in the lives of others um, while, of course, making ourselves feel fulfilled too. That's, that's yeah. vital. But it, everything has a ripple effect. So, you know, for everybody who's listening to today's show, don't underestimate your ripple effect. Don't underestimate yeah. what's possible. When you follow your heart's deepest desire, look what can become possible. 
Wow. Yeah. That's a really good mission quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have a good finishing quote, Karen? Um, like how we have our sign-off? Our sign-off, yeah. Oh, you're putting the pressure on. Um, <laughs> let me see, what would mine be? I think don't underestimate the ripple effect. That's really I like, good. I, I like, like that one. Yeah. Can we use that one again? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Well, definitely. I'll go with that one then. So I'm signing yes. off. Been fantastic to speak with you guys tonight. Yes, you too. Don't underestimate. Don't underestimate the ripple effect. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm Bridget Kelly, and keep smiling. I'm Laura Pettigrew. Live more, worry less. And I'm Toby Bogart. Until next time, guys. Don't count the days, but make the days count. You've been listening to Speak Up and Engage, the next generation in wellness. To follow our podcasters, head on over to allthews.facebook.com forward slash speakupengage. You can also go to allthews.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash speakupengage. To find out more about the Sunshine Coast Council, go to allthews.sunshinecoast.qld.gov.au. And to find out more about Spirit Hive and how Spirit Hive is bringing empowerment and inspiration to the youth and the communities local to you, go to spirithive.org. We're going to see you here same time next week. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.